Hey friends, welcome to Because She Chose. If you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with God, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Camille McIntyre. In this show, we'll discover practical tips, find helpful resources, and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with God. Thanks for joining in and listening. Welcome back to Because She Chose, the podcast for busy mamas like me, Camille McIntyre, your host. I was just going to apologize right up front because I don't know what happened to me today, but I think I had the worst allergic reaction or maybe to dust. I was dusting a little bit today, organizing some things. I just had this terrible allergy attack. So I'm trying to get through (laughs) recording this without sounding too nasally. I don't know if you can tell or not. I just feel like it's all in my head, literally. But I wanted to talk a little bit about time management and what that feels like. <laughs> Today, I was like the best laid plans. You know, I, I was going to get this podcast done. And I was like, I can't wait. I had, you know, the time slot and everything. And then right before I'm about to get on, I start sneezing about 15 times in a row. I said, oh my gosh, what is going on? I feel like things like that, even with the best laid, laid plans, like I said, things just like pop up and they trip you up. Does this happen to you often? I find like it happens to me a lot. And I think, man, the devil really must hate me. <laughs> he must really hate what I'm doing. I took some time today and I just sat in my corner of the office and I just said, Lord, help me. I need to take a few minutes after I work with my elderly patient and I come home every day. Most of the time I just sit and I think and I, I just try to get like some good ideas flowing. But truth be told, you know, I need to unwind before I can even turn to like this business list of things to do that I have sitting there. And I'm like, today, I said, I can't. I was like, God, I can't, I can't do this. Like physically, I can't do this. And I just, you know, let my podcast producer know, Leah. And I was like, I, I'm going to be late to the recording studio. She's like, no worries. Don't worry about it. You know, anytime you get on. And I just felt a little sidetracked by it. And I just had to take a breath and say, I'm going to get this done. So do you feel that way? Like you have that big list of things to do. And it's just like, yeah this is not getting done today. You know, maybe a child gets sick or, you know, something happens and, you know, your car's breaking down. All these things happen. And I, sometimes I just feel like time management should not be this hard to master, but sometimes it does. Sometimes it just, you need to practice maybe, just take some practice. You know, I don't know whether you're, you know, a stay-at-home mom or if you have a job or maybe you, you have a part-time side job, you know, do you find that you have like this really tough time getting things done. You know, not having good time management skills, man, will always, always trip you up. It trips me up. And like I said, I ask God, why is it so hard? And a lot of times I think it's because we really have a purpose. God has a plan for us and he wants us to do all the things that he has planned for us. And there is an enemy of our souls that is just trying to get in the way. So a lot of times I have to just sit, like even today, I just sat for a few minutes in my corner of my office after tidying up a bit. And I say, you know what? God, I need you. I need some help here. So I'm here with my nasally nose to let you know that it's like this for everybody. But I'm going to give you a few tips. Some things that get me through when I just get sidetracked. I just feel like, all right, I'm derailed. I'm not going to get this done. So I go back to this to-do list that I have. It's really time management 101. I have this large 
calendar, you know, the whole year at a glance on my wall. And I make sure that I schedule into my daily and my monthly in the year planner from the calendar because chances are good that, you know, once you write something down, you'll be much more likely to remember that you really have to do that. And even sometimes you don't even need to look at your to-do list, right? I mean, I Throughout the day, I will write things down. I I like that Alexa app because we have that little Alexa. I'm always like, Alexa, put something on my grocery list or, you know, remind me to do this. So it's like a discipline that I've learned, like to just make lists. (laughs) Sometimes I don't even look at the list, to be honest. I'm like, all right, I'm done with this day. I'm tired and I'm going to bed. Forget the list. It doesn't always work out. But I realize that there's this discipline of writing down your plans or your to-do lists or your goals. And when you're able to check it off, it's so rewarding. I love it. There are times, like I said, there's like maybe five to 10 things on my to-do list. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to get to maybe four or five today. (laughs) And it's like, all right, I'm going to call it a great day. And I'll just put the rest on the next day. And you know, it makes you mindful of the work at hand and it'll force you to organize your day effectively to accomplish what's on your list. So when I get up every morning, I like to take the time to look over that schedule and think about it. I might be eating breakfast. I'm going to be sipping my coffee. Maybe it helps me to map out my day in my head. I have this daily journal by Jenna Kutcher and it's called, how are you really? And it's like the simplest of things. It's not anything spectacular. You could probably use a spiral notebook if you wanted to, I just like to have things like that because it makes me feel like, all right, I'm really going to get this done. And it does. It makes me every day go, oh, I'm going to open up this book. And it has like a seven-day plan, Monday through Sunday. I'm going to write down every single thing that I have to do on every day. And then I go to the day and I write in these three sections, your three big things. And under the three big things, I just write morning, afternoon, and evening. And then in the morning, of course, I go to take care of my elderly patient So I'll write that down. But the first thing I do is I make sure that I write at the very top my devotional time. And the devotional time looks different every day and for every person, it's different. But maybe you need to do that to map out your day. So then like I'll go from morning, then the afternoon when I'm getting out of work, I have to do a lot of errands maybe on that day. Or I go home like today and I just like was a whirlwind of organization. I just like, I got to get some of this stuff done. And I just went through the house and did some things. And then I sat down and started having my <laughs> allergy attack, sneezing 15 times in a row. But the fact that I had it written down helped me to get that in my head, but also out of my head and on paper. And then I had to make adjustments to my plan. Four o'clock, I was supposed to sit down and record this for you. And I didn't get to it until 6.30, almost seven o'clock. So You got to be flexible. Yeah. You know, sometimes just getting the ideas out of your head and on paper just really, really helps and really works. And then stay flexible if you're like I had to today. You know, the better that you are able to, you know, get around unforeseen like difficulties, that's going to be a great habit for you to get a hold of. You know, it helps you to sometimes I need to make appointments. All right. I'm going to be honest here. This is honesty day because. (laughs) I have a bunch of doctor appointments that I have to make and I've been avoiding it really bad. (laughs) Do you do that? I mean, I'm just like, all right, I'm going to write this down. I'm going to get to it. And then I look at it and go, oh, I don't want to do that. And then I don't do it. 
And it's really bad because my doctor's like, you have a ton of appointments you have to go see. You have to see this and this part of that. I'm like, I know. But sometimes I just don't do it. There are times when I'm like, all right, I've got to get this done or else I'm not going to sleep. Maybe, I don't know. Do you do that? Sometimes I need help. Sometimes I'm like, all right, somebody hold me accountable. You know, especially my doctor. She's really funny. She's um, a wonderful Russian woman and she has this great accent. She's, and I'm afraid of her. So she says, did you do what I said to do? And I'm like, no, I didn't. So I need that accountability. I mean, sometimes there's, you know, I have a meeting like in the middle of my day and then I'm like, I got to, I'm like considering, should I shift it? I'm going to shift this, you know? And I'm realizing I'm just allowing myself to slack. And I'm like, no, no, I've got to bring it back. I've got to get this stuff done. Because after all, if you lose a few minutes of productivity before or after, you can regain that momentum back. Today, I did a ton of things that I've been wanting to do around the house. I just was like, I'm just going to do it. (laughs) And I did it. You know, so like, I don't know, do you have like hacks that, that help you to stay on track? For me, consistency is so hard. Sometimes I think about my devotional life and it took me like five years to do what I do every single morning. And like almost to the point where I'm like, okay, if I don't do this, the, the moment I am waking up, if I do not make this routine stick, I feel awful. I feel as if I've missed an appointment with God. And I'm like, okay, the first thing I do, I wake up, I'm already praying in my mind. And then I am reaching for my my Bible app and I'm putting my AirPods in and I'm listening to whatever it is that I've committed to do. Right now I'm doing the Bible project um, on the Bible app, the YouVersion Bible app, and I love it. And it's reading through the Bible in a year. I love it. And then I listen to it and I and then I read it at the same time. And then I realize this is helping me to get my day started off on the right foot. And then then I get going. And then I you know, take care of whatever I need to do to, before I can get out of my house, take care of me. And then, you know, my day just flows better. And then I sit down again also with the journal that I told you about. And I just write about like, how do I feel on a scale of one to 10? I want to be honest with myself because then I'm tracking this every single day. And then I look back on my week and it, it asks you, you know, what really energized you this week? What drained you? You know, what do you plan on doing next week to make change? It's the best thing. I love this habit that I've in in my routine that I've developed. So I know, I know, you know, you're probably like, seriously, Camille, don't you know that I have small children and a side job and this and that? I get it. I really do. I get it. I remember, I mean, my kids were all four and under when I, I started a church with my husband. So I know, but I promise you that if you take even just one or two of these tips on staying consistent, even like in your devotional time with God, I'm telling you, you are going to have a beautiful morning routine. I sound like a broken record, I know, because I'm always like the number one way that you maintain consistency with Jesus is just waking up first thing in the morning and spending it in prayer and reading and journaling in the Bible. And I know sometimes it's like, I can't do that. Maybe there are days when you cannot. I'm I'm not saying that, you know, I'm perfect at it. But after all this time, I'm like, man, now that I'm done, I always feel so great, focused, ready to, you know, tackle the day. And even if I'm tired, you know, (laughs) a lot of times I'm just tired. But I realize that that's almost like my Sabbath rest. Like, do you take a day? I mean, I take a day. 
either Saturday or Sunday. I take a day and I'm like, I'm going to be alone with Jesus. I want everyone to leave me alone. I shut my door. Again, my kids are older now. But whatever that looks like for you, you need to make sure that you schedule some rest into your day, into your week. I mean, God listed it as the fourth commandment. He said, listen, take a Sabbath and keep it holy. He knows that we need a day off to rest, recharge your soul, your body. And when you're constantly going full speed ahead with no rest and relaxation, man, you're going to become not just dull, but dull of mind and spirit and body. So that's one thing that I tell everyone. That's like the first thing you should be doing. Make that part of your routine every single day. And then, I don't know, do you do this? I I love doing this. I I do a short list of tasks that I hope to accomplish. Like at bedtime, I look it over and say, all right, well, what am I going to do tomorrow? And then like that being organized makes me feel good. Even if I don't get it all done, it's just, I'm like, okay, it's a great, healthy way to start the day. You know, make it a ritual to sit down for like a few minutes. And even in the morning, maybe like I said, with your cup of coffee and go over your planner. If you're well organized like that, you will not worry about what the day has ahead for you. And you won't be distracted as much. And especially if you've concentrated on God, first thing, I'm telling you, it's amazing. Also, don't plan on tackling some massive Bible study for like an hour in the morning. I don't know. I can't. I mean, some people do, but I can't. I'm physically unable to (laughs) muddle through more than like 10 to 15 minutes of, you know, a prayer time. And I mean, I just can't. I know that there are people that will get on their knees and pray for an hour to an hour and a half. God bless them. I am unable to. So I free you (laughs) from this feeling of maybe you have felt guilty that you can't do that. Don't. It's different for everyone. God could meet you in five minutes in your bed. I know he's done it before. I've, I've felt his presence and he's all over me. And I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for enabling me to get up out of this bed. And to be able to function and do the things that I need to do. So listen, I will also say that Bible study is just so important. You know, I remember doing Bible studies for an hour and to an hour and a half, and it was so fulfilling. But this stage and season of my life, I cannot. So establish a habit that you're able to keep. Because if you put down this lofty goal and then you just can't get to do it, you are going to feel so disappointed in yourself. So establish a good, healthy habit that you really can accomplish. You know, choose a devotional that maybe you don't need to read so much. Like I said, I do an audio of it and then I'll read through it with it. Or in the summertime, I did a 10-day devotional by Christine Kane. It was her podcast. I love her podcast, Equip and Empower. She did like a 10-day, 15-minute devotional where you listen to it. And she gave like a, a little handout. It was great. I mean, I felt like each day was had this different focus. Like she went with um, anxiety to peace, from shame to freedom, comparison to confidence. It was excellent. So whatever it looks like for you, let your devotional time be the habit that's like most important to you. Start with that. Because I'm telling you, with repetition, you will ensure that it's going to become a priority to you. Schedule it and then just get it done. Do it. Whatever it takes, get it done. And then that way, you know, your day just goes by so much better. I'm, I'm just letting you know, I feel so great after I'm done, you know, praying and reading the word a little bit or listening to it on audio, getting a, a podcast in 
as I'm driving to my elderly patient's house. It just helps you to start your day off fresh. And don't allow these things that happen in your life, like sneezing fits, <laughs> to derail you. And don't give up because I am right there with you, Mama. See, I told you what my day was already like. So in order to really have a good resting time, a time where you feel recharged, because then you're able to do these things. Listen, I had to get off social media. In the summer, I took off, I think, two weeks, and then the entire month of December. And I'm like, I'm taking a sabbatical with my family. And I do miss everybody. I miss catching up with everybody and all of you and your families. But when I come back, I feel so rested and recharged and ready to tackle the months ahead. So let me give you just a few more time hack secrets, okay? Because time management really is the process of directing how much time you're spending on certain activities. That's all it is. So I am a procrastinator. I, I've said this in previous podcasts. And I realized that good time management it really just gives you this winning mindset. So part of what it takes to really be a good time manager is keeping your goals in the forefront of your mind. I've told you this before. All month we've been talking about goal setting. You know, list makers are really great at this. So every night, you know, do that sitting down and list the three things that are most important to you that need to get done that day. And then, you know, put them down, put even a time frame around it. And then it helps you to accomplish them because poor time management, let me tell you, creates stress and headaches, right? And then you feel guilty about the things that you haven't gotten done. You know, what happens when your time gets away from you? You know, don't you feel like, oh my gosh, my focus is gone and, you know, my type priorities of the day haven't gotten done and now I feel defeated. That is why keeping a planner, like I'm always talking about in front of you, helps to keep you on track. And it's just really, really important. I feel like I conquered the day when I cross off each thing on my to-do lists. And then it, it really helps to feel less stressed. I feel like, oh my gosh, I got something done today. Work on the most important things first. It's really important. That's number two. Work on the most important things first. I'm very guilty of that. Today, I needed to get my podcast done and recorded. And then I realized, oh, this is going to be in the back of my mind. The fact that there was a couple of loads of laundry sitting there. I knew that was going to have to get done. The dishes were in the sink still, right? I was like, oh no, I got to empty the dishwasher. The dog hadn't been fed lunch. I'm like, where is everybody? <laughs> I need some help here. And you know, I, I wanted to tidy up because I feel like when it, my surroundings are cluttered, I feel like my mind is cluttered. I feel a little stressed. So I got that done. And although that doesn't seem to be the most important thing, it freed me to be able to do the important things that I had to get done. So now I feel like I can get the important things done. So how do you decide what is most important for you to do? What really needs to get done? I'm going to go and now pay some bills. That's really important. <laughs> so I was able to get all this stuff done, even with the sneezing fit, because I'm committed to my tasks, my, my to-do lists. So if you can't concentrate on your goals, like I said, or your tasks, because there's all these things that need to get done, they're incomplete. Listen, get them out done and get them out of the way so you can get to the money-making goals. There are money-making goals. Did you know that? <laughs> it's like, listen, I know meal planning is really important. It's very important for me. Grocery lists, cleaning, all your errands. I try to do all of that so that I can then be productive afterwards. 
Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense to you because sometimes I feel like I need help in this area. And then sometimes you need to assign the right people for the right tasks. I'm like, all right, family, I got adult children and people are not helping me. (laughs) Like, let's go. So I just said to my kids, I need you to unload the dishwasher. I need you to feed the dog. I need you to pick up after yourselves. I need you to do a a load of laundry. Sometimes you, you just can't do it all. So everyone should be able to pitch in, you know, and also be fully engaged with whatever the task is in front of you. I'm telling you, I just told you my ADD got a hold of me today when I was cleaning like a fury. But when you allot the time to do the things like even my writing or researching a topic, I realize that I need to just put down my social media, my phone, and get everything out of my mind. Sometimes I need to put the noise blocking sounds, sometimes on my AirPods, or I'll do like ASMR just to help me focus at the task at hand. I don't know. What does that look like for you? But don't allow undone mundane tasks to distract you like today. I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm being distracted. But after it was done, then I felt like, okay, now I can focus. You have to really look and see. You have to balance that out. So start your meetings on time too. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh. Last night, it was Super Bowl Sunday. I had scheduled a Zoom meeting with someone um, that I hadn't met yet. And they had asked me to be a speaker in a summit. And I didn't get on like on time. It was like five minutes late. And I felt awful. And I got on with her and I said, listen, I'm so sorry because I really hate being late. I am infamous for being late. Are you? So I said, oh, I'm sorry. And uh, I just hadn't allotted for the fact that it was Super Bowl Sunday when I made this appointment. She was like really gracious. She was like, don't worry. You know, it's okay. No problem. So thank God she was gracious about it. But I hate when that happens. I hate when I'm late for things but I am notoriously late. So I have to really prepare and a lot time prior to every event that has to happen in my life so that I'm not late. I need to have a target for being prepared. So don't sweat the small stuff, my sisters. You know, if you can't allow um, these things to derail you, don't do it. Don't allow them to derail you because you just need to keep going. So these little things tend to happen and they're going to aggravate you, but just don't allow it. Say no, say no. You know what we also need to learn to say no to? Sometimes people and projects, sometimes they don't align with your goals. Again, I realized last night I was being asked to to speak at a summit. I was like, okay, I have to evaluate this. Am I going to be able to fit this in? Do I have the time? Is it something that aligns with who I am and what I stand for? You know, you have to kind of look through and see. You have to evaluate these things. And I I love this um, saying. It's by Paul Meyer. And it says, productivity is never an accident. It is always the result of a commitment to excellence, intelligent planning, and focused effort. Those three things combined, let me tell you, winning combination. So I hope that some of this, this perspective on developing good time management skills is helping you. I I hope that you've decided to work on something like a consistent devotional time and some healthy habits or a routine, maybe a morning routine. Maybe you need a bedtime routine. Maybe you need to focus on some self-care time. Whatever you decide to do, sisters, I pray that you allow for yourself some grace. 
allow yourself grace to implement one or more of these tips so you can just get started off on the right track, have some good time management skills. Remember, it's really for your own good so that you can be healthy and ready to take care of your people and all that God has for you this year. I pray all of these things for you, my sisters. DM me if you have any issues in this area. I would love to pray with you. I would love to maybe even help you get on the right track with a good routine that would fit for you so that you can be a better time manager. Be blessed, my sisters. Thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of Because She Chose. I hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith. Let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on Instagram at Camille underscore McIntyre or at Because She Chose, also on my Facebook business page, Camille McIntyre. If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review and rating. Until next time, take care.